Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the home of stupid. That's right. You're now listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Where's the kindling? Because I got to tell you, it'd be nice to have some wood, maybe a couple matches. I am so tired of you. It is freezing in this studio. It is not freezing. Oh, my gosh. You know what the problem with you is? What's the problem? You need to put on some weight. (laughs) Featuring Panama Ted, imported from Panama. Thank you, Ted. You suck. Leanna Ray on traffic. Five-minute delay. And a bunch of internet sounds that make no sense. To reach around the guy. (laughs) You gotta squat and be ready. (laughs) Balls on his chest. Strap in and strap it on. This is Man and Bone. Happy Thursday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Oh, we have a big program today around the Big Ten with Adam Rittenberg at 334. I just remembered I forgot to ask Ted if Adam is good to come on at 334. Teddy? Yes, he is. All right. All right. Just wanted to make sure before I promote him. That's an A-plus producer right there where the... The dopes who run the show, or who host the show, rather, don't actually have to run the show. Ted runs the show. We just show up here and talk. That's great. Well, Ted's usually very thorough, and he'll tell me, like, today, what did you tell me? You said 420, PP Reed. <laughs> yes, I said you. Right, I have PP Reed yes. 420, but you did not say anything about Rittenberg. No, I did not. Told you about your uh, bring cash liners. Yep. Yeah, we have bring cash liners. We got two of them today. That's right. Prize sheet. Prize sheet. I have that. Would you uh, rather? Would you rather? It is Would you rather Thursday. Send in your would you rather tweets at man and bone 971. So, Ted, you literally told him both about the cash and prizes. Right. Is what you told him about today. That's very (laughs) nice of you. Very good. (laughs) Oh, and in between all that crap, degenerate T Bone at 440. Somewhere in there, too. T Bone will help you get rich. Or. Probably lose money. Why don't we put on our crowns, get our scepters like Dockage does mm. when he gives his picks? Man, I tell you what. Look at my hair plugs. I don't know what voice that is. No, hey, that's, everybody. That's, that's a little Dockage-y. That's fine. He's, there's some guys in this business that I really respect. And then there's some guys who are named Dan Dockage. Speaking of Dockage, not speaking of Dockage, but speaking of ESPN basketball broadcast, we forgot to bring this up the other day. How in the hell... Do you have a national television game on ESPN2? Oh. I don't care if it's on the Ocho or 2 or News. How do you have a nationally televised game that you don't bring announcers to? Yeah, I didn't know what the deal with that was because if you watch some of the like Madison Square Garden stuff that they were doing, the the big games that were on main ESPN, those games did have announcers there. So I don't know yes. if that was just... Because of this, I don't know if that had to do with Benetti and it's Jason Benetti and John Crispin was the other guy who was Crispin Glover. Yeah, former Penn State player, of course. Yeah, Crispin Brothers. But I I didn't know if there was something going on with those guys, which is why they couldn't travel or what it was. But clearly they didn't seem very thrilled with the setup. 
it was mentioned quite a few times. No, this times. is ESPN being cheap, is what this is. I, I hope not, man. Yes, this is what it is. Why would you... Why? 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 You have a multi-million dollar contract to broadcast these games. Why would you... I, I can't imagine it's that. I, there has to be something else. Cheap. But, okay, whatever cheap. the cost. Either way... Doesn't help when, even if they were in the arena, they could have at least continued calling the action when their dumb cameras kept failing or whatever the, the, you know, the feed from the arena was bad. I multiple times thought my stuff was going out. And then I, at first, and then they mentioned on the broadcast, well, folks, we're having technical difficulties. And I said, oh, good. It's not on my end, but yeah, it's inexcusable. I don't understand how that can happen. Uh, what else today? Would you rather, did I say that? Yeah, you did. All right, 534. Send in your tweets. Panthers quarterback Sam Darnold, who is awful, will miss several weeks with a shoulder fracture. So their backup is P.J. Walker. He's also bad. So today, they went out and got a legend. Well, legend in... I think he's a legend for them. Yeah, For them, absolutely. Cam Newton is back. Back. Look, let's, let's talk about this because... Would Cam Newton make sense to go in anywhere and start right now? No. Would Cam starting this week though? Is he? I don't know if he's going to start this week, uh, but I think the PJ Harvey this week. The goal will be for him to start as soon as possible. Wouldn't you think? Yeah. Like I mean, you're you're trying to save your season here. It's uh, not exactly gone the way Matt Rule wanted it to. Their head coach. So yeah, I, I I don't think I think there are worse options you could go with than Cam Newton. Now we obviously know he's not the Cam Newton that you got that took you to a Super Bowl. He's beyond those days. But wouldn't it be an interesting story if he comes back and plays decently? You know, gets gets a little springy out there and if makes he gets, some plays. If he gets springy out there, that's his job again. Because oh, even when he's yeah. healthy, Sam Darnold is bad. That's what I'm saying. That wasn't a situation where the Jets put him in a bad position. Maybe maybe it was, and it stunted his development, but I'm telling you, he is not a starting quarterback option in this league. Yeah. I mean, I I look at Cam Newton coming into this situation. If if there's anything that he's got left in the tank, I would I would anticipate he's emptying it to make this work. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know that he's got it in him anymore to be a special quarterback. At this level, as great as he has been over his career, but you know, this is a guy who is what six seasons removed from being the MVP of the league. What was that, 2014, 2015, somewhere around there, I think, is when he won. So you know that the talent has been there. It would be an amazing story if he helps the Panthers, you know, turn their season around and fight for a playoff spot, that kind of thing. I don't think that's likely, but I do think it's in a very interesting story. And either way, for Panthers fans, I think it's got to be at least cool that there's a chance that could happen. Georgia is the number one team in the country, but not all their news is good. Georgia linebacker Adam Anderson turns himself into police after being charged with rape. Uh, they're calling it felony rape. I don't know of any other kind. Is I would there hope a, there's not a misdemeanor. Is there a casual misdemeanor rape? Ugh, I don't I think not. so. Yeah, that's that's weird. So here's the uh, here's the story here. 21-year-old woman accused him of raping her in a house in Athens, Georgia on October 29th. He denied the allegation through his attorney, whose name is Steve Sato. Adam is innocent of the charge brought against him and intends to vigorously defend himself in court. He will seek release on bond. Once again, Adam hopes and prays the UGA community and the public keep an open mind and afford him the presumption of innocence that the law demands. 
so this is not, you know, we see this sometimes where uh, someone is accused of something, the team feels it's bad enough, and releases that person without criminal charge. These are formal criminal charges. He's been charged with felony rape. Mm-hmm. Bad stuff. Yeah, well, to be clear again, because it seems like sometimes when people bring allegations forward, and I'm not saying we don't know in this individual case if we don't know what's going on here. We'll wait for the court proceedings to figure that out, hopefully. But this 21-year-old woman uh, claims that she went to his house, uh, and then after having drinks, she fell asleep, woke up sometime between 5 and 6 a.m., and that's when the you know alleged crime was occurring. So the issue is that was October 29th, October 30th. He played. He played in the game against Florida. And by the way, he's not, it shouldn't matter. No, you're right. He's not insignificant. At the time of his suspension, he led the team in sacks. Oh, he's, he's on, again, you're right. If this is a backups backup, it, it also is still horrible. Yeah. But it is someone who is on Mel Kuyper's big board. He is a rated as one of the best outside linebackers you know in the country when he comes out to go to the NFL draft if that happens now but the point being this is a situation where this incident occurred not long ago you know sometimes when these incidents are brought up someone will say well how long ago was that well it was two years ago ah well why didn't they come forward two years ago well here's someone who's coming forward right away so I'm not saying that means this has definitely happened. What I'm saying is that line of argument from people who want to dismiss all these claims every single time when it happens to a famous athlete, that that line of argument goes out of the window. This appears to be something that has been brought forward very quickly. We will find out, right? Um, but like you said, this is not an allegation that's been made and the police are deciding whether or not to press charges. The the local authorities there have decided... They moved quickly on this. This is worth going which forward Which means, with. according to them at least... There, there wasn't there. There wasn't a shortage of evidence. They're not hemming and hawing. There's enough over this. evidence to go forward into a trial, and they and and see about like again. I, I'm not a lawyer. Every state works differently, but a lot of times you will hear these attorneys say when an incident is brought up from years ago, the local authorities were notified, they investigated, and ultimately declined to press charges. When they interview those people, nine times out of ten, they will say. It's not that we didn't believe this person or we didn't think that this could have happened. It's that we didn't think there was any likelihood of us because of a lack of evidence or a lack of information or a lack of time that went by, all that stuff. We can't go forward with a criminal proceeding because we don't think we're going to have a chance in hell of getting a verdict. This seems like at least the local authorities there are saying we feel confident we can move forward. Now, he did play, as we mentioned, the day after he allegedly raped this woman. But, in fairness to Georgia, they didn't know about that when they played that is, it. Yes, that when is they, the claim of the school. When they did hear about the allegations against him, they suspended him. Yeah. Because he has not played in the last two games, right? As it should be, right. I mean, I, I would hope that's true, and I would hope that's the case. It, you know, it, it is plausible that something would happen one day, and the next day, perhaps, you know, this person did not come forward right away, whatever the case is. But, yeah, it's possible that these charges and allegations were not made yet, And he played, and then they found this out. All right, let's lighten the mood, because that was a terrible story. I was reading a story today about a 105-year-old woman who was setting sprinting records in her age group. I was reading this story. I was inspired by this old woman. When you say sprinting, I mean, we're not talking about, like, sprint pudding eating or something. We're talking about, like, running. Well, 
Her version well, of running. Well, the fastest that she's 105. 105 can All run. Right, I was yeah. watching the video of her. Let her live. It's like if you and I were to walk briskly. That's her okay. sprinting. But she's 105 and she's doing it. I'm sitting at my desk reading or eating flaming hot Doritos while I'm reading this story <laughs> and sweating, just reading about her. <laughs> so she's out there making it happen. Yeah, that's good for her. And she said she took up sprinting at the tender age of 100. She's only been sprinting for the last five wow. years. That's incredible. I would think you get to 100 years old and you're like, listen, whatever level of physical activity I was trying to achieve, I am now done with that. I am not trying to do any more physical activity other than, you know, generally being comfortable. But well, that's, that's the route that my grandfather took. My grandfather was in his 90s. Okay. And, and my dad, this was his father, would get on him all the time because all my grandfather did once he got into his 90s, was drink Carlo Rossi wine, those big cheap jugs of wine that you see. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know, it's like $5 for this huge thing of wine. Sure. He would drink one of those a day and eat ice cream. Wow. That's all he did. That was his entire diet. And <laughs> and my parents would get so mad at him. And I said, look, we took away his car. It's not like he goes anywhere. Yeah. Right? He's not driving drunk. There's none of that. His wife has been dead for over 10 years. He's got nothing going on in his life. Right? War veteran. Served our country. Lived lived a tough life, it sounds like. If he at 94 wants to drink Carlo Rossi and eat Ben and Jerry's, let him live. Yeah. My my grandmother, who is in her 90s, has a rather large collection of Boyd's Bears and Fenton art glass. I don't know what what any of that is, but... They're like Boyd's Bears. They're like collectible little... They're like little collectible teddy bears. Fenton art glass is collectible, like, blown glass. I think it's actually... Used to be made in Ohio. Anyway, the point is... That's what she does. You know why? She's in her 90s. She's lived this long life. And that's her hobby. sprinting. What? Let's go. Maybe. There's apparently a geriatric Olympics. I didn't know that. I like this. Did they say fastest in her age group? Yes. The other age. The other people are just just wheeling caskets down the. the, (laughs) What is her age? How many others sprint? Imagine. It's 100 to 105. That's the age group. I yes, I got that. I'm saying, imagine the person who's second in the age group, who's like, "Well, I've been trying. It's sprinting. How'd I do? What's my time?" They're like, "Well, you're second. Ah, and it's like, oh, what? I'm second. That's good. And they're like, you're also last. <laughs> She's first. You're last, and you're second. Congratulations. And you died right here on the track. <laughs> <laughs> the podium is someone oh, standing up there. The other person so dead, horrible. laying at their feet. That's so horrible. There's just people sitting there waiting around, like, "Well, I'm second this week, but next week." Might be first. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up next, I have never been more frustrated with the NFL, and they don't care. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heath Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident blocking the two left lanes of westbound 670 at US 33. There is debris on the roadway in this area. Please be very careful as traffic swerves to avoid it. Plan on some stop-and-go delays. This traffic report is sponsored by Meyer. Save big at Meyer on your Thanksgiving meal and holiday shopping. Right now, Meyer frozen turkeys are only 33 cents per pound. That's right, just 33 cents per pound. So you can put more on everyone's plate. Only two for customers. Say Meyer ad for all the Thanksgiving deals. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Just a couple of guys touching rim and sucking on breath mints. This is Man and Bone. Join the fan for the Ozone Tailgate on Lane for the best game day tailgate in town. Catch the pregame show with Matty Ice and Tyvis Powell. Listen to live music and watch the game if you're not headed inside. Be sure to bring cash. Bring cash. Bring cash. Yes. 
cash and kill money. a cockroach with your large breast. <laughs> Do that too for your favorite tailgate refreshments. <laughs> the Ozone Tailgate on Lane is sponsored by Kohler and Buckeye Power Sales, White Claw, your local Columbus Hyundai dealer, and Jack Daniels. See you on Saturday. Mike, I want to make a. Uh, this is not a political statement. This Uh-oh. is not. This I want to make a general Uh-oh. observation. Teddy, get ready to cut him off. So now again, this is a very dark subject, right? There's a trial going on. It's on national TV. The Kyle Rittenhouse trial is on. And if you've not seen this, you don't have to check in on it. But some people are. It's it's going around. People are seeing the clips of this. If you're not watching it, all that stuff. I just want to point out. As serious and difficult as that trial is, it is difficult for me to watch it with any level of seriousness because this trial is taking place in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And so every person that ends up speaking in this trial sounds like someone who was an extra on Bobby's World. Like the judge, every time he talks, is like, oh, hey, you're out of line there, Buster. Now, hold on a second. That's not, that might be what you do in Milwaukee, but you're up in Kenosha now, okay? We do things a little differently here. The big city of Milwaukee. Yeah. It's just every city slickers. <laughs> everybody, everybody there sounds like they were also on Making a Murderer, where I learned to fall in love with the word Manitowoc, Wisconsin, because that's just all they have. It's like, oh, in Manitowoc, that's their the biggest family in Manitowoc, Wisconsin. Does that happen when you go to like, UW, if you're like a badger and you go to a physics class, like, all right, today Einstein's theory of relativity might have some flaws. My 19 page paper is up for review. Like, is that how it's everyone how they talk. talks there? Yeah. So it, I'm just but saying. It's normal to them. It's an extremely serious thing. Yes. However, this trial, I'm not mocking that. I'm just we're, saying. We're mocking the accent. What do you think dirty talking sounds like if you have that type of accent? Oh, yeah, you know what you're doing. This isn't your first rodeo, I can tell. Were you a groupie for Leonard Skinner back in the day? That's great. Keep her going. Uh, I hate the NFL. I rant and rave about him all the time. The officiating's never been worse. I hate Roger Goodell. What else do I hate? Um, Pretty much everything. Your, your head coach, your own team. I, well, that yes, that goes without saying. But <laughs> none of that matters. Why? Because I continue to watch every single week. I give him my time, which equals my dollars. I get it. We talk about him. We promote him. You know, we've we've heard people in the past, for whatever reason, maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong, say I'm never going to watch the NFL again because they're too political and people are kneeling and all these other things. We've heard so many people bitch and moan about this league, myself included. And you know what? None of it matters. Nope. Because I saw some data today. The average NFL game this season has drawn 16.4 million viewers. That is up 8% from last year. The average game. Average. The average game. Not national TV. The average game has drawn 16.4 million viewers. Since the start of the 2021 regular season... NFL games are 48 of the 50 most watched shows on television. That is that is mind-boggling. Yep. They I mean, care. they don't care. We don't care. We just keep watching. We hate well, them, and yet we just keep watching. Whatever reasons you've been frustrated with the NFL over the years, you know, some of what I may agree with, some I may not. But 
like when it comes to the refereeing, like you mentioned, they're it's the worst officiating I've seen. And I'm sure, and, and you know, in college, it's also been pretty bad. But the NFL, I expect to be better because these are supposed to be the best of everything, right? Best players, best coaches, best officials, all the above. And instead, we're getting some of the worst officiating gaffes I've ever seen in my life. And it and they does don't care. Not, it does. Why would they? Because it because everyone who complains like us and says this is making it tough to watch just a random NFL game. Well, apparently not. If for those who don't regularly follow what a TV audience size looks like, Mike, you tell me if I'm wrong. The average like NHL game that's a national broadcast, maybe it, we're talking actually not even average. Let's say a Stanley Cup playoff game, not a final, but a playoff game probably gets between one and three million people. If it's a huge or three game. on the very high end, I'm saying if it's very that's high a, end, that's like game seven between two very big clubs. That's a three yeah, million audience. Your, your, your random game, you know, pick a game on TNT. That's a national game. Oh, like right? for NBA or NHL? What are we talking? NHL. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Big, a game because they're on TNT now. Yep, yep. Right. Game on TNT probably draws seven hundred thousand people. Yeah, that's you're, that's you're, a random game. Your average NBA game, like a middle of the week random, like yeah, the ones you see on TNT or ESPN, probably a million and a half. Yeah, at most, like that. That's and those are two of the other big sports. Baseball has similar numbers for their primetime big matchups, like Sunday Night Baseball. You get a Maybe, mill, mill and change. Yeah, I mean, we're talking for a... If you threw a dart at the NFL, the complete NFL schedule, every team, every game, all that, and just hit any... It could be, I don't know, Jags and Cardinals. It could be, like, pick Texans and Ram. Like, it doesn't matter if these are two good teams, two bad teams, a good and a bad, a blowout, a tight game. Their average expectation is around 16 times what most of the other pro sports do for their average games. That is absolutely absurd. Yeah, and, and the fact that it's it's up 8% year to year. Yeah. Nothing is up. Nothing, Nothing on TV I, is up. And yeah, it's not just sports. Television in general, no matter what show you're thinking of, it's very difficult. There, Everyone's excited about like Squid Game that was out a few weeks ago and, and made a big run, like Ted Lasso. These shows get some traction like that because they're on demand. They're one quick. You can finish Ted Lasso start to finish one season in a day if you really yeah. wanted to. NFL season is four months plus the playoffs and it's every weekend and it's a minimum three hour commitment to watch one game to watch like the one o'clock, four o'clock and the evening. You're talking it's almost your entire Sunday and they've got people lining up to do it every single weekend from September to Christmas. And have I mentioned recently how very wise it is that this state still does not have legalized sports gambling? (laughs) All right, they're working on it, though. Around the Big Ten with Adam Brittenberg coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on High Street north of Lane Avenue. Please be very careful as they try to get this one clear. And debris still on the roadway of Westbound 670 at US 33. Traffic is slow from Route 315 in this area. Please be careful here as well. Traffic report is sponsored by AutoZone. Starting stronger starts at AutoZone where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. 
Common Man and T-Bones Around the Big Ten With Adam Rittenberg Big Ten News and Notes Sponsored by your Central Ohio Toyota dealers Visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places Every single Thursday We talk to our guy He covers all things college football for ESPN It's Around the Big Ten With Adam Rittenberg On the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline Adam, good to talk to you, my friend Great to be with you guys. Before we look at this week's game, let's look back to last week. Purdue, they are the giant killers. They beat Michigan State. We talked about the possibility of this happening, but were you surprised nonetheless to see it? Yeah, I was surprised at how they controlled the game. I mean, it was very clear they were the better team that day. You know, we'd seen uh, you know earlier from Michigan State that they'd struggled against the pass against Cade McNamara. You could argue that Michigan had let it, let, kept him in the game the whole way. They would have won that game, and Aiden O'Connell is a hot quarterback. He, he's one of the, the nation's best in terms of accuracy. You know, they have one of the best receivers in the college football and David Bell, which is no secret to teams in the Big Ten. And so you know, just with Michigan State's issues in the secondary, you wondered how they would defend Purdue, and they obviously did not defend them well. And Purdue, that was not a fluke. They absolutely, just like Iowa, they, they deserved to win that game. You know, the big news this week was that Nebraska, despite having a Pretty bad record. They've played close in a lot of games. They have decided to retain Scott Frost after he had to jettison some assistance. But what is the expectation for next year, do you think, at Nebraska? And and what kind of hot seat does he already enter next year on? Yeah, he'll be on one of the hottest seats in the country. You know, you, you they had the deal restructured, so it'll be easier for Nebraska to get out of it if they want to. And, you know, he's going to be bringing in a new offensive staff. He won't be calling plays anymore. I think the expectation around the program is Adrian Martinez won't be back at quarterback. So it's going to be a new play caller, a new quarterback. And then what do they need to do? Is, is six and six enough? Is seven and five or eight and four? You know, I, th- I think next year Nebraska has to apply the, the Nebraska standards because this was a very emotional decision. If his name wasn't Scott Frost and he wasn't a former national championship winning quarterback in Nebraska, we all know what would have happened. He would have been fired. And so you got to step away from the emotion now and you got to apply the standards for what you think your program should be. So I think anything less than seven and five, eight and four, he's got to be fired next year. Are you surprised to see him agree to those terms? Because there are guys, if presented with, you know, hey, we're going to, you know, cut your balls off publicly a little bit and you got to fire four of your assistants, but we're going to bring you back. But, you know, everybody knows that you're going to be on one of the hottest seats in the country. You know, they may look at that and say, no, I'm not doing that. If you want to fire me, you can fire me, but I'm not going to do that. Are you surprised he agreed to it? Well, I love that you just castrated Scott Frost on the air, but um, uh, no, I, I am a little, you know, in, in a sense, no, because he took this job based on sentimentality, right? He could have had the Florida job. Uh, he could have got, he could have stayed at UCF and continued to win there. And now they're headed to the big 12. So it wasn't like he had to take Nebraska to begin with. And I do think, you know, he, he will look at the rest of his career, even if he went on and had success elsewhere as I didn't get it done at Nebraska. I didn't get it done at my alma mater. Similar with Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh could get an NFL head coaching job, but if he doesn't succeed at Michigan, we'll always remember him as the coach who didn't succeed at Michigan. So I, I do think, you know, Scott's made a lot of money. Uh, he'll, he'll always have, have that, uh, you know, issue. Or we won't have an issue there. So I, I think that, that that pull that brought him there in some ways is why he's still there, even under these circumstances. Around the Big Ten with our guy Adam Rittenberg right here on The Fan. Uh, also from last week, Michigan, of course, got the win over Indiana. What level of concern is there in Indiana about Tom Allen? I mean, I know that this has been a 
very shocking year for them. They did not expect to be this bad. They've had a ton of injuries, but two wins through nine games. I mean, is that... I know they want to establish that culture there, and they believe he's the guy to do that, or at least they did. Is that still the case? I, I think it is. Uh, I, I don't think you can uh, negate what's happened uh, and the momentum they had coming into this year. They had a very difficult schedule, and you mentioned the injury. Still, two wins, two wins. It, it's a major step back, and, and now they're going to have to you know, find a way to reload and also evaluate some things around the program. You know, do we have the right offensive staff in place? They lost Mike Hart to Michigan, not saying that the one assistant makes uh, all the difference, but he was influential there on that staff. And so do they have to reshape things in the offseason most likely? Uh, but I still think it, you know, what, what Tom has done and the success they had last year and some of the big games that they've won and how competitive they've been, they can, they can reestablish that. But it's always this is a reminder that it's always going to be hard in Indiana, especially in the Big Ten East. Big one for Michigan this weekend. They go to Happy Valley, uh, despite being the sixth-ranked team in the country and going to play an unranked team. Michigan only favored by a point and a half. How do you see this one shaking out? Yeah, it is a huge game. I'm surprised this isn't getting more discussion because even if Michigan were to beat Ohio State at the end, if they don't win this game, then they're out. Uh, So this is huge for Jim Harbaugh uh, to to win. I know Penn State isn't ranked, and you're not going to get as much credit for beating a three-loss team, even though that three-loss team has some nice wins this year and has had a tough schedule. But this is this is one of those games that we always talk about with Harbaugh that he can't win. So can they get it done? How is their defense going to do against another uh, talented quarterback and a passing offense that you, know, you guys saw in Ohio State? They can, they, they can move the ball that way. Uh, and, and, and then how is Michigan's own quarterback situation going to perform in a tough environment on the road? So this is a fascinating game for me, guys, nationally, and a very, very big one for Jim Harbaugh. Adam, we always appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk next week. Sounds good, guys. Appreciate you. Around the Big Ten with Adam Rittenberg on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Adam Adam is right that, you know, focus is Michigan losing to Michigan State. That sucks, right? Not being able to beat Ohio State. That sucks. If they lose this game on Saturday, they're done. Yeah. They have no chance of winning this division and going to play in the championship game. And then I, I do think at that point, you have to once again question, like, what is Michigan doing with Jim Harbaugh? I know that that's been the question for the last few years, but you restructured this guy's contract in part to show him you need to do better than what we've seen. And if you lose a rivalry game, which they believe the Sparty game, that, that's a rivalry game for them. It's not the game. It's a rival that they have to play. And if you lose to Penn State, who's not exactly having their best year, not that Ohio State game doesn't matter. It does, but... That's yet another year where they're just completely out of it before they even get to the Ohio State well, game. And it's yet another year where Jim Harbaugh feasts on some lesser than teams, but when it comes to playing teams that we think are pretty good, he craps the bed. Yeah. Right? We already see, saw him lost to Michigan State. Name me another quality win on this schedule. They didn't beat another ranked team all season long when they played them. Yes. For a time, Wisconsin was a highly ranked team. Not when Michigan played them. Yeah, and they've crept back into the top 25, Wisconsin has. But but again, that's we know that's not a great football team. So, yeah, it's really hard to point to them and say, Michigan's got a bunch of great victories and it's just a meat grinder of a schedule. No, they're playing a decent schedule because they're in the Big Ten East. And yeah, <laughs> Michigan but, State happened to be good this year. Ultimately, if you don't win those games, if you don't beat Michigan State, if you don't beat Penn State, if you don't beat Ohio State, it doesn't matter what you do. Your season is meaningless. Yeah, and I and I don't know 
if their answer is just we're cool with just three, you know, three losses every all right, year. All right, man. Then then sign up for lots of Jim Harbaugh and pay him at this reduced salary and make him coach for life. But he'll he'll eventually. I, I have to believe if you let him have another 10, 15 years, he'll he'll eventually find a chance to beat Ohio State. But that should not be your only goal. Your goal should be to beat Ohio State because you're trying to go win a national championship. Michigan is far from that right now. The crew are still tone deaf when it comes to branding. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Debris still causing slowdowns in westbound 670 at US 33. Traffic is backed up to 315 in this area. Please be very careful as they try to get this cleaned up. Plan on slowdowns for at least another 10 minutes. And more slowdowns on I-70 westbound between Miller and the 71 East split. Traffic report is sponsored by Duncan. The holidays are here and luckily Duncan is here to help you sip through every part of them with a peppermint mocha signature latte or a toasted white chocolate signature latte. America runs on Duncan. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusion supply. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Do you want a sports talk show with two guys who actually know what they're talking about? Oh, sorry. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. Good news. Good news. The Columbus Blue Jackets have announced. Oh, yes. They are going to retire Rick Nash's number 61 on Saturday, March 5th. Congratulations to Rick Nash. I think it's great. That they're retiring the number. My very obvious joke is, do the Blue Jackets know who to call to make a banner? (laughs) Did they just (laughs) ask around the office, like, where do we get these? We've never gotten one made before. How do we do this? I assume they will have to rise out of their blue. They will rise out of their blue. Someone will appear out of the blue (laughs) and then be like, I can make a banner. They're like, well, you've risen. Out of the blue. So they that's call good. Kinko's and Kinko's like, I'm sorry, we don't, that's too big of a project <laughs> well, for Well, we us. make like vinyl banners for, you know, happy retirement, Joe. Like we don't well, do. Well, when the old man died, they got a banner made. So maybe they just call that guy again. Okay. Yeah. They've got, well, look, here's, here's the thing. No one, I think, deserves this honor more in Jackets franchise history than Rick Nash. Correct? Like they've never retired a number. This is the first one they've retired. He deserves that. Yeah. And there'll be another one. When he's done. What do you mean? Bob. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You win two Vesna trophies. Your number's retired. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And, yeah, he, he'll he go on and have... I mean, he's going to play in the NHL, you would think. Yeah, he's, from, not, he's not close to being For quite a while. And it may be one of those situations, too, where he ends up being associated for a long portion of his career, not with the Jackets. You know, now with Florida, but it might be elsewhere down the road, too. You never know. But... He will always be special to Jackets fans for what he did when he was here, the strides the organization made, all those things. But you're right. You win those type of individual honors, you absolutely deserve to get your number retired. Speaking of out of our blue, we rise and terrible branding. Uh, Crew fans are still not very high on the crew and their branding. Yeah. So this, this came out over the weekend, and I didn't see it right away. Jacob Myers from the Dispatch had a sit-down with Steve Lyons, who is one of the head honchos for the crew, runs the business side of things. but Former baseball player, Steve Lyons. No, <laughs> took his pants guy. down at first base. No, different guy. Different guy. No, but if you ever see like the brain trust of the crew at an assembled thing, it's usually D. Haslam and Dr. Pete Edwards, the owners. It's usually Tim Bezbachenko, who you know 
does all the player acquisition and is, you know, a huge part of the front office. And then Steve Lyons is usually right there too. So they sat down, Jacob Myers did and asked him about, you know, marketing and how that's going this this first year with the new stadium. How how do they feel the the city is responding to that? It's a very well written article. You should go check it out. But there was a part of it that rubbed me the wrong way. And it was a quote from Steve Lyons where Jacob Myers asked him, as as a good journalist would, you say all these things about brand identity and trying to create a, a culture. Do you find it difficult to do that, given that some of your most hardcore supporters are not fans of this logo change that they did back in May during the middle of the season inexplicably? Lyons said he didn't think the logo was an issue, according to the story. Here's his quote. We understand there's a certain core fan base that's still getting used to the new look, the new identity, but by and large, I think it's being embraced, talking about the new logo. He said people are starting to look at it very differently and connecting with it. All right. So, <laughs> guess how, number one. I love, first of all, yeah, go, you b- go. Before, before you go, because I am not... The, You're not a hardcore. The, I'm not a hardcore hard. yeah. guy that he's referring to with disgust, by the way. Hey, the the people who spend the most time on our product, we're going to minimize you. That's yeah, essentially what this team has done, which <sighs> aggravates me. But I am I am who they're aiming for. The casual fan who may be inclined to buy some gear who goes to a couple games a year. Yeah, and that's who they're aiming yeah, for. You're a sports fan, lives in the town, to engage sports, right. more people like me. You know, young family, yeah. money to spend on tickets, stuff like that. What do you think of the new logo, Mike? I hate it. I hate it. And, and not only has it not grown on me, I, I think I like it less now. Right. Because I've seen it in practice and I've seen the inconsistency too. I don't understand what the rush was to get this out. I have no clue. Maybe it was the opening of the new oh, stadium, and I'll tell you what it that's was. That's what. Yeah. But it, it's so ridiculous that you have a logo that nobody likes, yet you are still selling jerseys and wearing jerseys with the other logo that everybody likes. Right. And so I think that's where. Well, part of this I think is fans haven't now gone through a season where that the old logo has been there every week on the jersey, so you could still kind of like tell yourself, well, we're not really there yet because next year. It will not be that circle logo unless they change their minds. It will be this new gross pennant flag, whatever it's supposed to be, stupidity that they've put on the logo. Well, anyway, my buddy Nate Beckman, who's a longtime crew fan, he is a data guy. That's what he does for a living. And he is also like a longtime crew fan, part of the Save the Crew movement, all that stuff. He read that article, got very frustrated by it and said, all right, well, let's do a survey. Let's see. Maybe maybe I'm wrong because he don't like the logo either. Put a survey out, said it's been six months since the crew rolled out the new logo, then adjusted it. What do you think of it now? And he put the respondents together. Over a thousand people responded. Now, a thousand people, Mike, is not the entirety of crew fandom. I know, but here's what the crew will say. The crew will say, yes, but he's asking his followers on Twitter who are all like-minded individuals. So, of course, they're going to agree with him. We're not interested in those people. (laughs) We're interested in the soccer moms in Dublin. Right. And if they like it. Right. Well, which is a whole other thing because at one point they marketed to the soccer moms in Dublin, got them to become diehard crew fans. They raised kids who became diehard crew fans. Now, those kids are grown and they're answering surveys going, I don't like this. And they're like, ah, but not you, though. What about the next soccer mom? And it's like, 
At what point do you start embracing the fans you do have who say we really don't like this? Anyway, the question that I thought was interesting was in the past six months, how has your opinion of the crew logo, the C logo changed, if at all? 13% like it much less. 8% said like it a little less. 53% said no change. Now, I read that as that's probably a lot of people who said, I absolutely hate it. I can't hate it more. So I have not changed at all. I still absolutely hate it. 22% of people said, I like it a little bit more. Oh, that's pretty good progress. I like it a little bit more. Yes. Which again, also could be read as, wearing I, you down. I abjectly hated it before. Now I don't seethe with anger when I see it, but I still don't like it. Only 4% of respondents said, I like it much more than I did. But here's the worst one for the crew. Again, 1,000 people surveyed on this. How connected do you feel to the new C logo? 2% said very connected. 13% said somewhat connected. The rest of the respondents, 85%, said either somewhat disconnected or completely disconnected. And completely disconnected was 60% of that. So it's 60%. Completely disconnected from the team because of this damn logo. 25 more percent said still feel somewhat disconnected because of the logo. Only 15% of these people surveyed said, yeah, I, I, I still feel connected to the club because of it. You can't get 85% of people to agree on anything anymore, Mike. Maybe you should pay attention to this if you're the Columbus crew and roll this thing back and say we made a mistake we're not just going to slap a Band-Aid on it by putting 9-6 on the logo. We're actually going to go back to the circle logo that everyone wants. That's what they need to do. More complicated conversation about college football playoff expansion is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Plenty of slowdowns to watch out for right now. You're going to find some slowdowns on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. It is delayed in that area. More slowdowns on I-70 westbound between Miller and the 71 east split. And traffic is slow on westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Meyer. Say big at Meyer on your Thanksgiving meal and holiday shopping. Right now, Meyer frozen turkeys are only 33 cents per pound. That's right, just 33 cents per pound. They could put more on everyone's plate. Number two for customers, see Meyer ad for all the Thanksgiving deals. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan traffic you wanted the best instead you got these two this is common man and t-bone it is would you rather thursday send in your would you rather tweets at man and bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes fabulous fabulous you're listening to me they're fabulous prizes mike that's what i heard college football playoff expansion we have been talking about this for a while the 12 team deal We thought they had a model all worked out, and it was essentially, hurry up, let's go. Then they took a break for a while. Even though they seemed to be rushing, they came out and said, hey, there's no rush. Hmm. Well, now there is kind of a rush. You've got two months until you figure this out, whether you want to implement a new playoff system or push it until 2026. So you have the one model that they discussed earlier. Now you have another 12-team expansion model that the Pac-12, Big Ten, and ACC are working on. This is a story from SI. Here's what it says. The model is almost identical to the one a subcommittee introduced over the summer aside from one change. The alternate model grants automatic bids to the Power 5 champions plus the highest-ranked Group of 5 champion. 
The subcommittee's proposal gives automatic bids to the six highest-ranked conference champions. Each format completes the field with six at-large selections based on rankings. So there's a slight change in language. It's pretty much the same. They're going to meet again the first week of December and hopefully hammer something out. Here is the, the passage in here that made blood shoot out of my eyes, and I know it will for you. Uh huh. First-round games are expected to be on the campus of the high seeds, despite some leagues pushing back on that item for weather-related issues. Mm-hmm. Host schools, especially those located in northern climates, can have the flexibility to move a game to a regionally located indoor st- stadium of their choice. Let me tell oh, let me tell you right now. If Ohio State, oh. which likely would be a thing at some point in the future whenever this gets implemented that Ohio State might make the playoffs as a top seed or one of the top what? Four seeds, is that how this would work or top 6? I don't remember which way it goes. Either way, the fact is they would be certainly one of those seeds at one point in the future. And if the answer we hear back from Ohio State is, well, we haven't winterized the stadium enough, so uh, Indianapolis, here we come. Like, I'm going to, I, I may just, we may have to quit. Gene. We may just have to walk off the job because I don't know if I can handle that. Gino, I know you're listening. Or you have somebody who's listening who's reporting back to you. Listen to me. If Ohio State is chosen to host a playoff game and you punt on that and go to Detroit or go to Indianapolis or go someplace else that's climate controlled, I will never let you forget it. Oh, you know what? Winterize that stadium right now. Just so you don't have to hear us bitch and moan about it. That's the thing that bothers me is these, the, the discussion that comes out is like, Oh, the stadium's not winterized. Yeah. Well, good news. They're not playing it this year. So you've got not next year to worry about and not even the year after that. The closest we're going to be in this is at the end of the 2024 season. When that runs out, then we'll start this. Okay. So you don't, you're telling me at a place like Ohio state, you can't ring up a few rich guys and gals and you can't put a little fundraiser thing on the athletics website and say, hi, would everyone like to see a possible matchup between Ohio State and Alabama in December in snow at Ohio Stadium? If so, click here to help us winterize no, they don't have Ohio the Stadium. They did put in that Woody Hayes hologram, though, over there. Right. What are we talking I, about? I don't know what we're talking about. I don't know what we're talking about. I understand that it may not be possible to do tomorrow, but this isn't a tomorrow thing. It's a few years down the road. I don't understand why. Well, let's say a situation. I don't understand why there isn't more consensus from Ohio State to say, hey, uh, Minnesota, I'm sure it is cold up there. Don't know if this is going to be your problem, but if it is, you'll have to figure that out, won't you? No, good they, thing, they figured thing. that out because There's the Vikings in- played there. Remember? When the Vikings right. stadium was under construction, the Vikings played there for two years. So I think what would be good is to make sure that all of Ohio State fans who want to see this, maybe you don't care, maybe you don't think How it's do a big deal. How do you not care? I don't, I don't How know. How do you not care about because, a potential home site playoff game? Because I'm talking, well, okay. I, the same people who don't care about this are the same people that like when Ohio State loses a game that they should otherwise presumably win, they go, ah, sun comes up, who cares, man? Football's just a game. Like, that's fine. You don't apply here. Everybody else 
feel free to let Ohio State know how you feel that Minnesota apparently has a better football stadium than Ohio State does when it comes to winterized playability oh, the league in December. The NFL paid for that. <sighs> does what? I'm just telling you. Does Ohio State send any football players to the league? No. Do do any of those players generate tons of publicity for this university? No. Are they featured as much as any NFL team on any advertising anywhere in the country no. when it comes to college football promotion? Oh my gosh. Maybe if, if all of you bought more scarlet football pants. <laughs> They could do more yeah. stuff over there. Yeah, all, all I know is this, man. If the answer comes down to like, well, the Big Ten's still really against this, and if we are given the chance, we're in solidarity. Stop. I'll never Just, let you forget it. Uh, no, I will I never will, let you forget I, it either. Gene, I will make your life miserable. Don't do it. Why? Don't do it just because you don't want to have to deal with the aggravation. Ohio State, the home of, if you believe hard enough, you can do anything other than grow grass or play football in December. Mm-hmm. Can't do that. but And replace this- crappy artificial turf during the season. You can't do that. You got to wait till the season's over. <laughs> I love this passage, too. There are still hurdles to clear, most notably the Rose Bowl. Officials oh. representing the historic oh. game prefer it to kick oh. off at its normal date and time, 2 p.m. local time on January 1st. Mm. They also wish to control the game's television rights, something normally ceded to the college football playoff. Who cares about the Rose Bowl. It's over for Bozo. Yeah. You're done. This is you like, had a nice run. You're finished. Well, this this is the equivalent. If the Big Ten actually sticks up, which I know they do. They stick up for the Rose Bowl. Does, do the Rose no. Bowl, do they have naked pictures on the Big Ten? <laughs> I, like, is the Rose no. Bowl a mafioso boss that you owe money to? This this is akin to, like, the Model T is coming out, and Henry Ford's like, well, I could make a lot more of these, but... There's a couple horse farmers down the road who are really ticked off. And the carriage makers, they are mad. So I'm not going to do the thing that everybody wants me to do because I don't want to piss off my friends who still make horses and buggies. Like, who cares about them? The future is the car. Who cares about the Rose Bowl? The future is this. I do care about the Rose Bowl from the standpoint of I don't want it to not happen. But if it is not a part of the college football playoffs, that I do not care about. I do not care about no. and it's not because I don't think it's cool. It's not because I don't love the, the guys when they win and they know they're going to the Rose Bowl. They put the rose in their mouth. That's awesome. I think all that pageantry and history is awesome. But if the Rose Bowl is going to be the one standing in the way of having a kick-ass college football tournament, then sorry, that's not something you get to be a part of. This game has evolved. I'm not trying to ruin the history of the Rose Bowl, but there may not be a place for it in its current format. And we're not talking about getting rid of the Rose Bowl. We're talking about the Rose Bowl being on a different day and being used as a semifinal game. Once that, in a while. Well, Once that, in a while. Not even every issue year. Is, no, it needs to be this oh. day at this time. We have a parade. Look, and by the way, both things cannot be true because all you jabrones contact me every time I bitch and moan about night games and jerseys and say, you're a funny daddy. And now you're contacting me every time I say something about the Rose Bowl saying, respect the history of the game, <laughs> you modern fan. Which get- one am I? I'm confused. <laughs> Mike, I'm getting off of people's lawns and yelling at them to get off my lawn. I don't know which one it is. I don't know what to do. It's almost like each situation deserves an individual opinion. Right. That it's not one size fits all. 
We are moving towards a 12-team playoff. There may be no room for these traditional bowl games on their regular dates. But here, here's this is where I get frustrated too, because like I said, I do like the pageantry and all that stuff of the Rose Bowl, and I I tune in every year. I enjoy watching the sun go down over that part of the country. It's gorgeous, the scenery, the everything. It's great. I want both teams to wear full color jerseys. No, a white away jersey. No, like. You, it should be that every year, and I love it. But the reality is, if the Rose Bowl, it's not about the actual game or all that. It's the organizers who do not care about the history. They care about their pockets staying as full as they ever have been. That's what they care about. Stop throwing the Rose Bowl in front of this train of progress because you're mad you might get cut out of the deal a little bit or you're mad that you might have to move the date well sorry you don't run i know that i know the college football playoff committee is composed of the guys who run all these bowl games it just sucks that that's what's standing in the way of us having like the thing everybody wants anyway they're going to get together in december early december and try and figure it out it'll be great we're going to have a ohio state's going to be the number one seed they're going to play a game in Detroit, and then they're going to say, well, and then it's that's all that's going to happen because the Rose Bowl has now walked out of the college football playoffs, so we have to cancel it this year. Sorry. Like, that's how this will go. I can't wait. What a cluster college football tends to be sometimes. Sometimes. It's often great. If you are a, uh, a plumber, you know, your plumbing company handles bigger size jobs schools big office buildings i'm not talking about the person that just comes to your house and unclogs a toilet yeah, I know you if you're a plumber who's listening to this show right now call the ohio state offices and volunteer your services to winterize the plumbing at no, ohio no, stadium no please? volunteering put a plug in and say i'll do it for a well, fee but, may, right exactly <laughs> but, but we maybe, got a couple years we maybe can gino is sitting there saying i just don't know who to call for something <laughs> like that you reach out. You I, call. It, I don't. Uh, I don't even, Mike. Because you know, in December around here, what does it get to? Like negative thirty-five. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's so many. Uh, right it's like now, life below zero. It's that show they come and film that yeah. here. My family in December just killed a bunch of elk, so we can make all of our oh, good. yearly what coverings that we wear. Yes. Everything? Well, elk for the food, and then we use the hides to cover our bodies because it's just so cold. Maybe Ohio Stadium can build one of those huge pot belly stoves. Yes, right in the fifty-yard line. Yeah. And then it will, that, that will do it. And then put the boiler for the water right next to it, and we'll be good. Sounds good to me. Okay. What a bunch of dummies. Things are getting hairy with the NFL in the city of St. Louis. I'll tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for slowdowns on westbound 670 at US 33. The right lane still blocked due to debris on the roadway. Please be careful and watch out for cars as they swerve to avoid it. You're also going to find some slow traffic on I-70 westbound between Miller and the 71 E split. Plan about a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. At Napa, when it comes to serving you, their motor never quits. From next day delivery to curbside pickup to getting involved with local communities. Get the parts you need when you need them. That's Napa know-how. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Hey, I would love to talk to you about my friends at Columbus Men's Clinic. 
They have successfully treated thousands of men in Columbus. Erectile dysfunction. Yep. ED. Can affect your outlook on life, cause depression, much more. They have an expert staff. And if you're like a lot of men, you could be having sex the day after your appointment. A treatment plan could involve a variety of treatments to have you performing like you haven't in years. A lot of guys take pills. Sometimes they don't work or give you unwanted side effects. They're going to treat you with the treatment that's right for you. They're going to treat you with the treatment that's right for you. What a line. It makes sense. It's no wonder they pay me so much to do these commercials. I'm such a great messenger. They're located in Columbus, Ohio to serve you. Don't be intimidated. Go there. Picnic in the lobby like I did. 614-300-7400. Visit them online, columbusmensclinic.com. Tell them I did a nice job on this commercial. The only way it could have been better is if you did it in a Wisconsin accent. Oh, or don't you know if you got a problem with the with the uh, the stiffies? You know what? I rhymes? can't. I can't do it. You know it. what rhymes with Wisconsin? Jansen. That's my neighbor, Bill Jansen. Great guy. Has ED though. That's just FYI. He told me a lot of things. Getting it worked on though. A Columbus Men's Clinic. That's right. Yeah. No shame in that though. This is good. No good stuff. shame in that though. You think when Marconi invented the the radio, he had this in mind? No, I don't think so. I hope he did. Now, what did I tease? Oh, things are uh, not going well for the NFL and the city of St. Louis, and indirectly, Stan Kroenke. Well, yeah, it's really not good for him. So the the latest on this, St. Louis sued the NFL and said, uh, hey, when we agreed to have a team here many, many years ago, you gave us guidelines on what it is to have an NFL team, and you made promises of... If we want to relocate, this is how that process would work. St. Louis is saying the NFL broke those promises and broke that process and did not use it thoroughly. Stan Kroenke basically decided he wanted out, jumped over all the hurdles without actually doing the due diligence and he was supposed deal to. deal with the consequences later. Yeah. So th- they are saying, well, these are the consequences, Stan, and we want to hold your feet to the fire. So... NFL pretty much was like, man, this is going to go away. No big deal. And Stan said at the time, I will pay all the legal fees for anyone in this room talking to the NFL owners. He said he would also legally indemnify them so that anything that comes back on them, he would say, just it's all going to come back on me, not on you guys. Well, now that court case has gone poorly. The NFL miscalculated how tough it would be to win that case. And now instead of getting it settled or thrown out or anything like that, It's set to go to trial January 10th, and it will not just be Stan Kroenke who is listed among the defendants. It will be other NFL owners who voted to do this. Mm -hmm. So the latest proposal to try to get this fixed is Stan Kroenke apparently offered $100 million to the city of St. Louis and said, will this fix the problem for me? Can this make it. it all go away? Don't take it. City of St. Louis, according to front office sports, they denied the request for settlement and said, take your hundred thousand or hundred million dollars and shove it. Yes. So, yes. Now, Mike Florio, who is, you know, hard to take on many levels, but he is a lawyer. He's done a lot of these negotiations. He knows how this works. He points out, and I think it's fair to note that this could be step one of a resolution, right? It could be that. 
the NFL said, all right, St. Louis, what's your number? And they said a billion dollars. And then they were like, how about a hundred million? And now they're going to come back and say, no, how about 800 million? And they're going to keep working that out. It could be that the NFL said, what amount will you take? And they said, well, tell us how much you'll pay. The NFL said, uh, five million. And they were like, get out of here. And then they worked their way up to a hundred million and then it broke down. And then this is it. It could be that, but either way, if nothing changes January 10th, they're going to start the trial, which means they're going to start discovery, which means a bunch of rich NFL owners are going to be subject to getting their books opened and they don't want that. I am not in charge of the city of St. Louis. I know that's breaking news to a lot of you that I'm not running the city of St. Louis, Hmm. but if I were, I'm only looking for two outcomes. Outcome number one is full disclosure. These owners in the league have to open up their books and there's embarrassment that comes with that. They don't want that. Yeah. And I'm going to embarrass them. The other option is they promise me a new team. Next round of expansion. They promise that an NFL team will come back to St. Louis. Those are the only two outcomes I'm satisfied with. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So according to ESPN, the NFL is now dealing with this. Some owners fear that if they lose this judgment, they could end up on the hook for more than a billion dollars. And Stan Kroenke ain't going to pay all that. So whether whether he should or not, whether he said he would or not, they know he will not pay a billion dollars. So other owners will be on the hook for this. The other wild card here, re-entering the situation, is former disgraced Carolina Panthers owner Jerry Richardson. Is he alive? He is alive. And in 2015, when this stadium proposal was going on, he had said at the time that he thought St. Louis met the criteria to keep their team. He was actually against voting for St. Louis to be moved. He thought that was a bad idea. Well, since then, you might remember, rightfully so in my opinion, the NFL said, hey, Jerry Richardson, you're a creep. You got to get rid of your team. We can't have you being an owner in this league. You're weird. He did that left and now could be compelled by St. Louis to come in and say, yeah, even though I'm being sued because I was on the board that approved this. Ultimately, I did not approve it. I voted against it and I'm on St. Louis's side. I don't think he's well, though, is he? Well, the point is the NFL is at least worried about the fact that they don't know what he might say in his testimony. Okay. He can be compelled to testify And if he goes against the NFL, which he would have ultimate reason to do so, that's going to look really bad when the NFL is saying, we all agreed on this, it's a done deal, no argument. If he says otherwise, that could hurt their case. Look, man, I don't care about Stan Kroenke. I don't care about the city of St. Louis, really. I'm just here for a show. Give me a show. Well, it's hit your popcorn. Unless ready. unless they settle something in the next, you know, less than two months. Let's go. It's going to be a show. Put that on court tv too or whatever the modern equivalent is but get with the kenosha judge get all the kenosha lawyers and oh, judges hey oh the nfl you really screwed the porch in st louis don't you know that's i don't drink their beers we got lots better beers up here in wisconsin pooch pond we're more miller the light we do a miller light and straws we don't do that bud light here ryan day with his radio show today you will hear from the coach coming up next i think leanna should do her entire traffic in bad Kenosha, Wisconsin accent. Oh, five-minute delay. Totally. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Oh, I look out for an accident out there on Route 315 northbound between 670 eastbound and 5th Avenue. Traffic is slow in that area as I try to get things clear. Plan on some backups over there. Also going to find an accident blocking the left lane of I-71 southbound at Morse Road. Traffic is slow here as well. Plan on some delays. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Don't stay up late to binge that show. Sleep early to get a Taco Bell toasted breakfast burrito. This is your warning. You can't get one if you sleep in tomorrow morning. Toasted breakfast burritos. Available at a participating Taco Bell location near you during breakfast hours only. Only 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. A couple tidbits. Odell Beckham Jr. has made his decision. He has signed a one-year deal with the L.A. Rams. Mm-hmm. Let him live. That is a crowded wide receiver and very good wide receiver room there already. So I don't know where he exactly fits in and all that. But oh, he said he wanted to go to a contender. They well, are a contender. That is a contender. Absolutely right. I'm just saying, as far as you know, the nice thing for him will be he doesn't necessarily have to show up day one and be the featured guy. He can get acclimated, learn the offense. Wouldn't surprise me if he comes up with a big play for them in the playoffs or something like that if he's healthy, but that's the other thing is he's got to stay healthy. So we'll see how it goes. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if uh, he ends up making some plays for them down the stretch. I will say this about the Rams. They know it's their window to win, and they're not fooling around. You know, going out and getting Von Miller. I want to say the Rams have zero draft picks next year. Oh, none. That wouldn't surprise me if that was true. Well, I mean, they, they recognize this is the time to win, and they're doing everything possible to do it. I respect that. If you're a Rams fan, you better hope it works out. Well, yeah, but what would you rather them do? I'm, like, I just said, I yeah. respect that. Right. I want my team to go all in. But this is, this is about as all in as you can go, to your right, point. Right, exactly. Uh, what else was I going to say to you? Oh, before we get to Ryan Day. I'm making a uh, special dessert this weekend. Oh, what are you making? Are you a fan of bread pudding? Yeah, I like a bread pudding. Have you had a bread pudding where instead of you just take old stale bread, make a custard out of that, sweeten it, put it in the oven? Mm -hmm. Are you a fan of bread pudding with Krispy Kreme donuts? Oh, well, that's, that's quite a thing. I've made this a couple times. It is disgustingly good <laughs> where it's it a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts and you soak it in an egg and milk and brown sugar vanilla mixture you bake it in the oven and then you eat it hot with vanilla ice cream melting oh, on top good of it Lord I yes that sounds delicious you won't have ED after I, you eat this thing <laughs> yeah that's a that's that's a fine dessert oh it's fine I I um I think they could put a parental warning on some desserts of maybe like, you should probably not let children have this just because it's going to set unfair expectations for what food is. That might be one of them, but that's okay. Like we have adult beverages. Why can't we have adult desserts occasionally where it's like, this is, this is more than what most humans can tolerate. Don't, don't let a like four year old eat this and think this is just how it's going to go. Sense overload. Right. It's it. Then they're going to look at a carrot and be like, why would anyone ever eat that? And you're like, well, but, but it does have things you need. So maybe eat one every now and then. I've lost my train of thought. Anyway, Ryan Day. Ryan Day with his radio show today. 
Uh, here is Coach talking about how kicking field goals are good things. Especially when your defense is playing well. Um, you know, if it's fourth and two, fourth and three, and, and your defense is playing well, you know, you take the points and, and you move on. And uh, maybe there's times to go for it, but when, when you know your field goal kicker is doing well and your defense is playing good, uh, you know, the number one goal is to win the game. It's not to uh, you know try to score as many points as you can. You know, obviously when that that's part of the goal, but uh, you got to be smart in those those uh, situations. And, and that's kind of what I was talking about before about if you start to worry about you know. How how you win or trying to do, you know, get into that kind of a, a situation, you can't do that. You have to make make sure that you're focusing on winning. But, uh, yes, yeah, to answer your question, when your defense is playing well and your kicker is uh, in a good situation, that does affect your decision-making. Yes, it is a, a nice luxury to have a field goal kicker who you're confident in. It's also nice when you feel confident that, that your defense can do the job and so you don't have to play for seven points every single possession. You can settle for three and be okay with that. I think my issue is, and I'm sure it's Ryan Day's too, is that they're not maximizing their opportunities in the red zone. Well, right. I mean, it, th- this feels a little bit like saying, you know, this offense is just meant to try to get you a win. That's all you're trying to do. And it's like, but this offense has three receivers who are likely to at some point go in the first round of an NFL draft has a running back who could be the number one running back off the board. When he goes to the NFL draft, you have a quarterback who has as much potential as anyone who's ever played at Ohio state. Right. I mean, people believe that CJ, this guy won the quarterback competition to end all quarterback competitions, quite a few high talented guys there. And he's the one who's emerged and never mind offensive line full of, Big studly guys that should be able to handle this. They're not playing well. These are these are the questions that it's not wrong to ask when you're saying, "Well, hey, we just kicked a field goal. What do you want? We're we're winning the football game." It's like, yeah, but your offensive line and your whole scenario is set up to not just go down there and kick a field yes, goal. It's you set are, up to go score touchdowns. You are moving the ball between the twenties. This is becoming a trend now where they can't finish off drives. Here is Ryan Day talking about that. You take you have to take the meeting to the field. And you have to get it right in practice. Then you take the practice to the field. And one thing we've talked about on offense this week is we've got to play clean. You know, uh, we've had too many things that have got us, got us off schedule, negative plays, second and long, and just that's not efficient football. And, and, you know, there's a few reasons for that. And so one of them is penalties. Another one is just not being efficient on first and second down, running the football. And, and uh, you know, we, we know it's not always going to be, you know, a 50-point game. But, but we can we can clean things up and finish off drives better. That's my frustration. I, I talked about that on Monday. I put it on Twitter on Saturday when I was watching the game. This team is not gritty. This team is not doing the small things you need to do. They are beating themselves, and they're getting by on their talent cap. Yeah. When they clean all those things up, you're going to start to see some breathing room in the second half of these football games. They're not seeing that right now. Yeah, I do wonder with the offensive line, because I've, I've heard this from you know people who, opinions I value on offensive line play. Obviously, I did not play the game, but th- I, I want to see a little bit more out of this offensive line from the standpoint of, yes, not having false starts and not having, you know, penalties like that that kind of can kill your drive but also just just fundamental things like being able to finish off a block and not just saying well I blocked my guy and now the place but like finish it off a little bit of I don't know if the right words nastiness anger frustrate like I want to see these guys the right way you know being a little bit tougher on that offensive line because I do think that's what's partially killing this offense right now is that they are not getting the type of play they were getting earlier from this line when you were going up against less skilled guys across the ball. 
And now it's coming back to bite you when you are getting longer second, third down situations. They're partially responsible for both sides of that. One more Ryan Day talking about the offense. I don't know if it's just one one, one or two people, honestly. I wish I could say that. I, I think it's just across the board, guys, understand how important it is. And it's something I noticed this week is there was just a little bit of an urgency um, to, to get it right. Um, because, you know, when, when you... Uh, start to get a bunch of games under your belt, you realize, you know, I got two or three times to get this right in practice, the timing. And when you play against good defenses and good offenses, you, you have to be just right. And if you're a little bit off, the margin for error is tiny. And so that's what preparation is all about. I think our guys are starting to learn that a little bit more and uh, we can keep growing in that area. Uh, but the better we are in that area, I think the better we'll perform on Saturday. The bigger conversation was focusing on perfection for this offense and working on the details, the small details to your point that make a difference, finishing off that block a little bit, adding that extra level of intensity. Ryan Day used the word intensity about practice a couple times this week, and so hopefully you see more of that, minimizing mistakes, finishing things off during the game on Saturday. Yeah, I just think I think having an edge both on the offensive and defensive lines, and I don't mean having a talent edge or a – being a little bit better. I mean, having that extra little bit when he, when, when the term has been used grittiness, I view grittiness as partially having a little bit of that nasty streak of having a little bit of that extra something that lets teams know we're not going to just go through the motions and hit these numbers and do the things we're supposed to do. We're going to make it hurt a little bit. We're going to be a little bit physically tougher than you. Degenerate T-Bone coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heath Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident on Route 104 eastbound at US 33. Traffic is bumper to bumper from Elm Creek Drive in this area. Plan about a 10 to 15 minute slowdown over here. And an accident has the ramp closed from 71 southbound to eastbound 270. Please avoid if possible. It will remain closed until further notice. This traffic report is sponsored by Lowe's. During Lowe's Pro Vember event, new members for their pro loyalty program get a welcome kit via mail. And every member gets a chance to win amazing prizes. Pro Vember, now through November 24th, Lowe's the new home for pros. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Join the fan for the Ozone Tailgate on Lane for the best game day tailgate in town. Catch the pregame show with Matty Ice and Tyvis Powell. Listen to live music and watch the game if you're not headed inside. Be sure to bring cash. Bring cash? Bring cash for your favorite tailgate refreshments like Moose Juice. The Ozone Tailgate on Lane is sponsored by TNT Equipment, Pepsi Zero, Capital City Concrete, and Corona. See you on Saturday. You're saying to bring cash? Bring cash. To the game. No, to the tailgate. Oh, to the tailgate. You don't bring cash to the game because they don't take cash inside the game. Only at the tailgate do they take the cash. Now, usually I like to tailgate up in Wisconsin on a little lake that we have on the family property. We do ice fishing. What's the lake called? Lake Wapakasaki. Oh, I thought it was Kujichagalia. No, different lake. Anyway, it's great time. It's usually negative 47 degrees. Where can I get a rub and a tug around here? Ask old Bobby Kraft. He knows. Uh, it's Would You Rather Thursday, kids. Send in Just, your Would You Rather tweets. Not rather. Rather. Would you rather. 971 the fan. No, that's not it. Huh? It's at man and bone 971 on the Twitter machine. Ah, jeez, you screwed it up. I know. I know. 
Yeah, big goat. Can we do the rest of the show just like it's this? Talk like it's like you're from Wisconsin Day here on the fan. Here's Degenerate T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bones. Degenerate T-Bone. Degenerate T-Bone. T-Bone's picks for the weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Bringing care closer to you with more hospitals and care sites in more places. How many listeners you think we lost in the last two minutes? <laughs> I'm guessing all of I'm them. Gu- <laughs> I'm guessing quite a bit. Um, all right, so we've got a. I'm not going to do the uh, Wisconsin accent for this part of the show. I will wait until after Degenerate T Bone for that because we got some money to make, Mike. We're going to make a bunch of money or not. Here's what we've got tonight the Ravens, eight and a half point favorites in Miami to take on the failing Finns. Listen to me. I don't care that it's the NFL and that anybody can play you tough on any given night. There is no reason this game should be closer than 10 points for the Ravens. I am going to lay the eight and a half points. I think that is, I'm not going to be scared money on this. I say the Ravens get it done and pull away big time in this one. I don't think it's much of a contest. So yes, I know it's on the road. I'm still laying the eight and a half. Don't care. College football, Saturday, Penn State, plus one and a half at home. That's right, folks. They're dogs against Michigan. As you would expect if you look at their record. But we saw this Penn State team. We saw their defense is not as bad as advertised. Now, let's not focus on the fact that Penn State has zero running game. I know Michigan has a great running game. And I know some people will point to that and say, that's going to be the difference, T-Bone. Michigan's going to run the ball. They're going to control the game. Here's the thing. Penn State has John Dotson, who is one of the best receivers in all of college football. He can unlock a game like anyone else, or unlike anyone else in college football. And I think I could see a scenario where Michigan goes out, runs the ball, plays tough, Big Ten type of offense, takes eight minutes off the clock, and then Penn State has a two-minute drive where they even it right back up. If that's what's going to happen, Jim Harbaugh will have it running down his leg in the fourth quarter. Do you trust Jim Harbaugh at Penn State in this game? Because I don't. No. But Penn State is not the favorite. Reminder, they're getting a point and a half. So even if it's close, you have a little wiggle room. But I say, just take the points. Penn State's going to win this game, though. I am almost convinced that... I am am utterly convinced they're going to take Michigan. And Michigan's going to be out of the playoffs. And Big Ten hopes are gone. What are the Wolverines going to hear a lot of on Saturday, you ask? Oh, you know what they're going to hear. (laughs) That sound. Yeah. One game from Sunday for you, and then I've got uh, one more little odds to point out to you. Titans, three-point favorites over the Saints. Now, this is at home. Titans, of course, without Derrick Henry for the rest of the year. But just three? Yeah. I mean, Trevor Simeon is starting for the Saints, isn't he? Just three points at home for that Titans defense against what may be one of the worst quarterback situations in the NFL now. So, yeah, lay the points. Titans cover that, I feel like. I understand they have enough, an offense that can make any quarterback at times look dynamic, but no. let's be real here. No, no, I no. mean, either that or the Titans, can. everything we've seen from them this year, even when Derrick Henry has been out, is just fake. You cannot be fake in this game. That you defense know is too good. Here. Yeah. And that at Saints offense, man... It's Alvin Kamara, and then that's it. Right. Because Michael Thomas is not there. I just, I don't know how the Titans don't win this game by more than three. So that, of course, should, maybe the line should give us pause. But I'm just going off of what logic says, what my brain says, and what 
What it all should say, Mike. That's what I'm telling you. Um, all right. Now, I want to point out, I looked up some NBA Finals odds for this upcoming, you know, for the end of this season, right? Been watching a lot of NBA this year, and I got to tell you, there are some teams that are getting severely slept on. Uh, the Nets have the best playoff odds, the best odds to win the NBA Finals at plus 260. No. If you've not watched the Nets, let me break this down for you. Kevin Durant is great. James Harden, they changed some of the rules that allow... He used to get these ticky-tack foul calls all the time. He gets to the free throw line a lot. Uh, they've changed that rule, and now he can't score. Not to the level that James Harden is accustomed to. His free throw line uh, percentage where he gets to the free throw line, he was averaging over like 12 points from the free throw line per game last year. That is down to seven. So... They have changed significantly. They obviously have no Kyrie Irving. I don't think that's ever changing. Wash on the Nets. Forget the Lakers. You could pass on the Bucks too. Warriors are a nice play, but here's where I'm going to go. I'm going to go all the way down to plus 2,200, the Denver Nuggets. I'm you love yourself you, the Nuggets, The Nuggets, you? man. Yes, they'll get Jamal Murray back before the end of the season. Denver Nuggets. Mark it down. 22 to 1. Go take that. They're going to get it. They're one of the best teams in the league. They're great. I believe you. All right. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Uh, UConn is hiring former UCLA coach Jim Mora to be their new coach. So just to recap, a program at the bottom of college football without a conference will still pay Jim Mora $1.5 million a year. Let him live. I mean, I know UConn football has been bad. Yeah. But yes. It says something when I go, I don't know who that's worse for. Because <laughs> don't forget, Jim Mora got fired from UCLA four years ago and has not picked up any work well, he's, since he's then. He's been waiting. He's been, been waiting for the right opportunity. <laughs> well, the saying, right opportunity is the worst might, job in college football. You might football. be tempted to look at this and go, wow, Jim Mora, tough times. You're going to UConn? No, he's but up for a the, challenge. On the other side of that, UConn might be saying, wow, Jim Mora. Like, has done nothing in college football since then. It's bad both he's ways. He's been waiting. Okay. Okie dokie. Just saying he's been waiting. Hmm. The old man's dead, right? Huh? Jim Morris Sr.? Oh, uh, I have no idea. Diddly poo? Yeah. We're talking about playoffs. Yes. Yes. Right, I know. Maybe he's I don't, not dead. I, hope I don't he's know. Not. I don't know what's happening with him. Maybe I have he'll no come idea. Back. Teddy, alive or dead? He is alive. Good. He's How old? 86. Bring him back. Oh, to coach? Yep. Sure, why not? Bring him back to coach. White Sox can put him on the staff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Let's see what he can do out there. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident blocking the center lane of 670 eastbound between Grandview Avenue and US 33. Traffic is slow in this area as they try to get things cleaned up. You'll also find slowdowns on 71 southbound at Morse Road. An accident blocking the left lane and traffic is backed up to Route 161. This traffic report is sponsored by News Nation. All too often, the media are ignoring the everyday heroics of our policemen and women. All that changes on News Nation. Dan Abramson is live. PD sidekick sticks are back on primetime and Dan Abramson live weeknights at 8, 7 central on News Nation. Only an array with fans. And traffic. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T Bone. Bone, yes, man. It's uh, it's Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets, 
at Man and Bone 971. Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel has to apologize for being sloppy drunk at the Meat Chicken Sparty game a couple weeks ago. Uh, Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel, I just said, issued an apology Wednesday night for drinking to the point of needing to be helped out of Spartan Stadium during the game on October 30th. In a post on her personal Facebook page Wednesday, Nessel shared a photo of herself at the game in which she was covering her face with her hand and a University of Michigan hat. She said she overserved herself at an MSU tailgate, drinking two Bloody Marys on an empty stomach. Since as long as you put enough vegetables in them, it's practically a salad, she wrote. As it turned out, this was not a brilliant idea. Also, I might be a terrible bartender. Nestle wrote in the post that she started to feel ill at the game to the point where friends recommended she go home. She said she was helped up the stairs and assisted with a wheelchair to prevent her from stumbling in the parking lot. That's more than two Bloody Marys on an empty stomach, lady. At well, which point she was driven home by a designated driver. Yeah, I mean, that's what I find. I find it interesting that, like, the end of the day, the scandal here is that she basically said, yeah, I had too much to drink. I shall go home. And people are like, wow, what's wrong with you? It's like, well, I don't know. Is that a bad idea? Ultimately, it's a bad idea to get that drunk. Yes. But thankfully, she did not go and then further exacerbate that by getting in a car. So that's a low bar, I admit. But given the current status of things in this world, good for you for actually getting a ride home and acknowledging you needed to tap out. Also, I don't know how everyone who goes to a mission game is not already drunk before they get there. We do have some audio of her at the game. Oh, yeah? Let's yeah, hear that. Yeah, we do have some. The great athletic directors that we have in Michigan. Right, I have some more, too. Oh, give me, yeah. The great coaches that we have at Michigan. Michigan. Sounds wasted. Michigan. That's... Uh, give me some bloody bears! Yeah, I mean, I, I know you can put a lot of things in a Bloody Mary, but it's not like the alcohol magically goes away if you put like a cheeseburger in there. It's still going to oh, be alcohol and a cheeseburger. If you, I, I've seen this now, and it's just, I don't know. I don't want to be that guy where it's like, there are starving people in Africa, but there are starving people. We are We are garnishing Bloody Marys with grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh, dude. This is what we're doing now. Well, I again, look, the reality is this. We have a lot of food that we eat no matter where you go, right? In this country, we have access to great restaurants and food and all these other things, and that's great. But between Bloody Marys and milkshakes, I don't know how there's any food left for the rest of us. Because have you seen what they're doing now with milkshakes? No. It's the same thing. Oh, like, it's picture, the same thing. The picture obnoxious a Bloody garnish. Mary, but like on top of the milkshake, there will be nine s'mores and like a dollop of ice cream and then some other like eight chocolate chip cookies and that's your milkshake it's all right i drink your milkshake i drink it up just saying it's like the kid version is that the adult version is the bloody mary but yes we are putting a lot of food on drinks and i'm not sure how i feel about that rundown let's do it common man and t-bones the rundown the rundown sponsored by krieger ford Visit them online at KriegerFord.com. Home of the Krieger Commitment. Best cars, best people, peace of mind. Panthers quarterback Sam Darnold will miss several weeks with a shoulder fracture. 
P.J. Walker is their backup. Who? Yes. Mm. However, today, they have brought back the single greatest player in Panthers franchise history. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, they've signed a new quarterback, and it is Jake DeLome. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Or or Cam Newton. Cam Cam Newton Newton is back with the Panthers. Yeah, I mean, we all have seen Cam Newton play recently, and it was not great. So chances of him being the guy that leads the no, Panthers back, back to the promised land. What are you land? so negative for? Have a bloody I'm Mary. Not, I mean, look, I'm. I, can I be of both minds that like I think it would be a cool story if it did work out that way? MVP, I'm trying, he's back. If I were a Panthers fan, I would be hoping that that was the case. But <laughs> the reality is, yes, that's probably likely a nice story for right now, but probably not going to be much other than that. What a downer. Here's more of an uplifting story. Georgia linebacker Adam Anderson turns himself into police after being charged with felony rape. Thank God it's felony rape. Not one of those misdemeanor rape charges. Yeah, I hope I hope that's not a thing. <laughs> I, can, I don't think it's a thing. I would hope not. Uh, this is bad news. He had been away from the team while they were investigating this. And as you pointed out in the 3 o'clock hour when we talked about this, this was not a situation where, oh, well, she says something happened a year ago. This happened last month, and she went right to the police. He will now have his day in court to prove his innocence. His his attorney says he's completely innocent, and they'll prove that in court. That's fine, but he's not playing football anymore for the number one team in the country. Yeah, and I would guess this is he's not going to be playing football unless there's some kind of settlement or no, 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 some kind of plea or something. Civil suit here. There's not going to be a settlement. Well, right. What I mean is either pleading, pleading, where he's probably going to prison. That's what I'm saying. Felony rape charge, right? Or he's being found not guilty by a jury, right? So my point is that, that the only way that this is cleared up is if there's some kind of evidence that shows this is a blatant lie, or there's no evidence that you know, clearly shows that this is, is something that he did. But I, I would see that this being a very long process for him, not something that gets wrapped up quickly. So, yeah, it's probably likely his season is over at the very least. The NFL is very aggravating. The officiating is terrible every single year. Maybe you hate the owners and hate the commissioner and they get on your nerves for various reasons. But you know what? We all bitch and moan and do nothing about it. Here's how I know this. The... Ratings for last year, from this year to last year, up 8% year to year. The average NFL game is drawing 16.4 million viewers. That is the average NFL game. Since the start of the 2021 regular season, NFL games are 48 of the 50 most watched shows on television. It's unreal. Those numbers are mind-boggling to think of 16.4 million yes that is mind-boggling just for comparative purposes a good nhl playoff game will get you between one and three million and three is probably on the high end there uh a like big time nba game in the regular season is probably in the same like one to two million around that playoffs maybe pushing three million i mean this is your average regular season nfl game which could be to like it could be the the Colts and the Giants can draw 16 million people. What are we talking about? That's insanity. That is why the NFL continues to print money and as much of us have complaints about various aspects of how the game is played, how it's officiated, who runs it, all that stuff, they're not going to care. 
Not at all. The most watched games this season, Teddy, you won't be shocked to know that the Cowboys are mentioned more than once. Buccaneers at Patriots, that was the return of Tom Brady, 26.9 million in week four. Cowboys at Buccaneers, 24.8 million in week one. Packers at Chiefs, 24.4 million in week nine. We just had that. Cowboys at Chargers, 24.3 million viewers in week two. Think about that for a second. Cowboys, big, big fan base. Yeah. Chargers, really no fan base. <laughs> Doesn't matter. They drew 24.3 million people. It's unreal. And the Cowboys and Patriots with 23.2 million in week six. Yeah. Cowboys well, move the needle, man. I know. That's that's a lot of times why you see them in prime time because they bring in the eyeballs even if they're playing some crappy competition. What do you think about that, Jerry? I want me some glory hope. Me too. And the Columbus Blue Jackets today announcing they will retire Rick Nash's number 61. It will go up in the rafters. I think it's March 5th, right? Yeah, against Boston. Yes. So good for them. They should. He is one of the greatest players in franchise history. He will have his number retired. And I think the other number to be retired when he decides to retire is goalie Bob. Yeah. You win two Vesna trophies, you get your number up there too. Yeah. I look at, I mean... When you go back in the history of Columbus pro sports, right? I mean, the crew came in and what did they do almost instantly? They got a guy in Brian McBride who became the face of that organization and he was put in their ring of honor first and that was totally appropriate and yeah, well, well-deserved honor for him. Rick Nash getting his jersey retired to me is kind of the same thing. This is the guy that when this franchise first came into being, it lacked an identity Sure, there was vote Tugnut, and we had some fun little promotions, but this Rick Nash gave this team its first true identity, in my opinion, even though it wasn't right away. When he got here, it it was a new era for the team, and I think that was, as much as anything else, as great of a player as he was, there was something else special about him being the first kind of superstar guy to play in Columbus. So that's that's a big deal, and he deserves this. Rundown. The rundown. I, I mentioned goalie Bob. There's somebody else that needs to be up there. Who's that? That is Doug McLean. Doug McLean. They should just lift him <laughs> up into the rafters. He's there and screams at you. <laughs> it's just, it's just a banner, and instead of a number, there's just spittle on it, dried no, spittle. No, there's, from there's him no banner. It's, it's his body. Oh, his, his he's just up there, up like marionette he's, strings. He's, he's, he's like screaming at you. I'm still here. Damn it, what are you doing? What are you I have to come down and coach that team. <laughs> and then it's that it's him dialing up Rimmer and Rimmer dialing up him back and forth all the time. Someone is more frustrated with the Chicago Bears than I am. I'll tell you who coming up next. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on Vine Street at Neal Avenue. Traffic is building in this area as they try to get things cleaned up. You'll also find an accident still being worked on on Route 104 eastbound at US 33. Please be cautious in this area as traffic is slow here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Connect is innovative tools for small business and tech so you can work or learn from anywhere. Right now, save up to $50 on select Apple AirPods. Explore what's new at your local Staples or staplesconnect.com. Ends on the 20th. Limit 2 while supplies last. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Only an array with fan traffic. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. 
back to Man and Bone. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. We're going to do that coming up at 534. I am a Chicago Bears fan. I hate my team. There's two different types of fans. The ones that think every single thing their team does is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I hate those people. And then there's me. Who you also hate, but I do. I I, I, I hate myself, and I'm not saying that it's the healthiest (laughs) viewpoint, but, you know, it's almost like, you know, if the neighbor kid screws up, right? Right. Maybe you're upset with the neighbor. Oh, you should know better, blah, blah, blah. But if your kid screws up, sure. It's even more disappointing to you. Yeah, it's frustrating because some of that feels like it reflects on you. Yeah, I raised you. Mm -hmm. I expect this other kid to be an idiot. I don't expect you to be an idiot. That's how I feel about my teams. Yeah. Even though they've never not been idiots. Sure. So the Chicago Bears, bad, poorly run, all of that. Dick Butkus, Hall of Famer, was on a podcast called Stacking the Box this week. He was asked about the state of the Bears, and here's what Dick Butkus had to say. Uh, He said the Bears were going to kill quarterback Justin Fields and that the team's offensive line should be arrested for attempted murder. <laughs> he, he then went on to blast the team's corners, then said the front office should be doing some drastic things before claiming he had no comment on the team's general manager and head coach. Mm. So Dick Butkus is alive and well and hating on his former team, which is exactly what he should be doing. Dick Butkus, Butkus him too, is my guy. And it reminds me of the time. Then Illinois Governor George Ryan, who after his term went to prison, like all Illinois governors do, right, was at an event and his job was to introduce former Bears head coach Mike Ditka. Instead, well, instead he did this. And this guy right here understands and knows what leadership is all about. The coach, the Hall of Famer, Dick Butka. Hey, George, thank you. Dick <laughs> Butka. <laughs> I like how Ditka just ran. Yeah, hey, thanks, George. Thanks, George. Appreciate it, George. Appreciate you forgetting my name. I may be the most famous person to ever wear a Bears uniform, but yeah, whatever. Who Dick cares? Butka. My guy, former uh, head coach on Hang Time. Dick Butka is re- yeah. that's right. He was replaced by. Oh, I forget. I don't. I don't know. Reggie Theus. Oh, the, I. I did. I guess yes. I didn't know that. Okay, Butkus was also. On an 80s sitcom. Can you name that sitcom? I think he was only on the first season, then he went away. Teddy, can you name the sitcom? That would be My Two Dads. My Two Dads. This guy right here understands and knows what leadership is all about. The coach, the Hall of Famer, Dick Butkus. Yes, My Two Dads. Hey, man, good for Dick Butkus. Getting out there, getting on TV, making more money. Good. Is he making money? Well, I, he he's on, he's on show, his podcast. Did he, show but, up for, did he show up to hang time for free? Oh, well, yeah, back I'm in the day. Back in the day, yeah, he, yes, he, okay. his football career was over, and yes. then he's like, I'm going to go do television and movies and all kinds of other stuff. Good for him. Absolutely right. Uh, Carson Wentz is both preparing for the Jacksonville Jaguars this week and preparing for his family to get bigger. His wife, Madison, is expecting the birth of their second child, and according to Wentz, the family is so close to the due date that he's on baby watch. Wentz has a daughter, Hadley, 
and he posted on Instagram in July that the new baby will also be a girl. He said, I talked to Coach about it early this week. I could get a call at any point here. We're excited. We're excited as a family. However, he says he's not in danger of missing Sunday's game against the Jags. He says, if it comes down to the game, I told my wife, I'm playing. Then I'll come see you at the hospital afterwards. She knew that. She's been great. I think God will time it up the way it's supposed to be timed. Mm-hmm. Well, he very well may. Um, I, I will say that my perspective, because I used to be someone who said, oh, yeah, I get that. You got a job to do. You paid millions of dollars, blah, blah, blah. I'll just say this. Before I had kids, I was way more understanding of guys who were like, yeah, I would miss that to go play in a football game. After going through that, yeah, I, I would skip whatever I had planned to go be there for that because that's just that's just me. Maybe other people are different. Yeah, it's different for him. He's been through it once, I'm, I'm so he playing. knows the drill. I, trust me, I hated my experience. She doesn't need my help in there. I don't I'm know. Playing. About, yeah, I mean, at least in our, out of there. in our situation, I know that it would, it would, I don't know. It, I know this is not the same thing because you don't get paid millions of dollars, but like if she also had a career and he was like, hey, uh, I'm going to have this like really in depth, like hernia surgery and, you know, I'm going to be in the hospital. And she was like, well, that's great. I got a couple meetings in LA. So uh, I'll be back on like Monday. You're getting surgery, what, Saturday night? So see you Monday. Hey, Good luck look, with that. Yes, you're right. That feels a little. I I can see how that would be frustrating. If you're both on board with it, how do we know she does? She seems she's to be not on board, on board with you're it. Right. We're, not, we're not talking to her. I don't know. You're right. I'm not talking. Yeah, it's different for everybody. It is. That's absolutely true. I wish I can go back in time and be in the fifties, just waiting in the waiting room with a cigar, and then call me when everything's clean. <laughs> I hated everything about it. She yeah. didn't want me there I, too. Look. Her head was spinning around looking at me. I tried to make her laugh at one point. I, oh, I just, that was a bad move. I just, I just want to point out that I'm guessing your wife also didn't enjoy pushing a child out of she, her body. She didn't, but what I'm saying is <laughs> I was of no help. No, of course not. Get out of here. <laughs> and, and there are some people that want to camp out below the equator and see what's going on. I am not one of those people. Yeah, I see. I, I, I want to be in the room. I think I would. I was. I was asked to be in the room, but... There, we both had an understanding that like there was not going to be any videography going on. There was not going to be any photography going on until everything was done. Like no, I was there was, was miserable. No, like, but there's these people that have like the video and they'll just pop the video out oh, for you, I and know. it's like, I whoa, hey, this is we're, we're all sitting right here in the same room. No, I don't know why terrible. you show me that. Of course, it was terrible for her, right? And she's just exhausted when this is all over. She's just she's. Baby had just come out. They threw the baby on the McDonald's warming tray that they do. <laughs> and she's exhausted. I'm exhausted. Some kid's dropping fries right next to you. It's and, very distracting. You know, she's like, oh, it's over. Uh, oh, and I'm like, oh, it's over. And, oh, now we can relax. And then I look down, and there's just the doctor, just like with a thimble and a needle and thread, sewing my wife back together. Mm. I got a I got a, a moving fetus on a fry table over there. <laughs> I don't know what you the hell's going on. This was not a moment where you said, "Ah, the beauty of no, life." No, no, none of that. Of that. Now you know, you know when that came. Never. Sixteen months later. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sixteen months later, I looked at her and said, "All right, this is okay. I'm glad we did this." Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> it takes longer for some people. All right. That's fine. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't miss it for the world. But I get it. It's. It's a little weird.
Would you rather is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. Still watching an accident on Route 104 eastbound at US 33. It is taking quite some time to get this one clear. Please be very careful over here in the meantime. Also going to find an accident on Vine Street at Neal Avenue. Traffic is slow here as well as they get things cleaned up. Traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Connect has innovative tools for small business and tech so you can work or learn from anywhere. Right now, save up to $50 on select Apple AirPods. Explore it's new at your local Staples or staplesconnect.com. And on the 20th, limit two while supplies last, Staples Connect, the working and learning store. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Pondering life's stupid questions. What if uh, C-A-T really spelled dog? It's time for Would You Rather. Sponsored by Geico Insurance. The best Would You Rather gets a $50 gift card to the Walrus. Pecan Pennies and the Walrus are the downtown locations for pre- and post-parties for all Columbus's entertainment and sporting events. Show your ticket to any event for that day and receive an employee discount. Bone, are you ready? Just turn my microphone Bone, on. Are you yeah. ready? I am not ready because I didn't have the mic on, so there you go. John says, my guys. <laughs> Excuse me. Would you rather have 24 hours of eating anything you want with no consequences to your body or unlimited QVC shopping with no consequences from your wife? Now, is everything free? Yeah. If, if I if order it's... on QVC, it's all free? Well, I guess it. it there's no consequences, is the point. I'd well, rather, then I'll take that. It's 24 hours of eating? Yeah, that's or it. Or 24 hours of QVC. You, could, you can buy a lot of stuff. Yeah, I would take that because I don't know what you could find on there for 24 hours, but I bet you could buy a lot of cool stuff. Uh, Chuck says, would you rather listen to nothing but Bjork for a year? Oh, all right. Or have Joe West sing the national anthem at every sporting event you watch or attend for a year? I'd actually enjoy Joe West singing the national anthem because then everyone in the crowd would be like, what is going on? And I'd get to enjoy his failure over and over and over again. Uh, Meta, would you rather Columbus Crew change their logo back to or logo back or the Blue Jackets to stop using get out of our blue out of our bluey rise? I can't read anything. (laughs) I apologize. I mean, out of our bluey rise is a stupid slogan but it doesn't like to jackets fans it's not changing your logo it's not changing any of that stuff for crew fans it's a really big deal to get the logo back so i would pick that my computer's not working all right no Um, i I have it i have okay uh trevor sabo son of chris says my guys excuse me would you rather have a chocolate chip cookie with more chocolate chips or more cookie and Ooh. fewer chips. Um, I'm more chips. Of course. I, I like the cookie. I think a cookie is very important to the chocolate chip cookie experience. But the chips are what I come for. That's you, what I'm looking for. And I for. made you my chocolate chip cookie. There is no shortage of chocolate no, yeah. in that cookie. I'm, I'm all about that. The cookie portion almost only works as a binder for the other <laughs> for flavors. The melty chocolate. Now, yes. my grandmother was the opposite. When my grandmother used to make chocolate chip cookies, it was like going on a scavenger hunt trying to find a chocolate chip. <laughs> you were so lucky if you found one. Yeah. Uh, what else? Tad Brown, common man, would you rather your daughter grow up and be a Packer fan and the Sox win three World Series three more times in your life or she's a Cub fan and the Bears win three Super Bowls in your life. 
Mm. I would never. I would rather my daughter be a prostitute than be a Cubs fan. <laughs> Not even yeah, a high price one. To a dirty one. I, I figured, dirty prostitute. I figured this would be an easy choice for you, but yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, that's that seems like that's not a surprise for me that you came to that conclusion. Swing pin, says my guys. He's the senior hurler. Would you rather Carson Wentz be the quarterback of your favorite team for the next 10 years or Matt Nagy be the head coach of your favorite team for the next 10 years? Oh. If well, you have, I've told you Carson Wentz is the worst ever. If you have Carson Wentz as your quarterback, I guarantee you you're not winning anything. Matt Nagy could theoretically luck into a really good roster that then he screws up. Yes. But they could still find possibly ways to win in spite of him. Don't you think? Yes. It had to be a really good roster. So I think I'm going with that. Aaron says, my guys. You need a Hummer? Would you rather be forced to use a public bathroom with openings between the walls big enough to see chops <laughs> forcibly crapping? <laughs> forcibly crapping is or, a phrase. Would you rather be forced to only get curly fries at Arby's every time you went? Wait, what? Oh, no, maybe hold. he means maybe he means the crinkle cut fries. You can't yeah, have first, curly fries. Yes, curly I, curly fries are the only fries to get at Arby's. Does he mean you only eat curly fries then? Like you just can't order anything else at Arby's. You can just have. Curly I think fries. he's mistaken. Well, if I it, think he meant to say crinkle fries. But I would still take crinkle fries, and I would still I would also eat just curly fries if that was the All option. Right. I don't want to watch anything going on in the bathroom. Abigail says, "My guys, ain't nobody got time for that." Would you rather never hit a red light again, or never have to stand in line again? Red light. Yeah, the red light thing is that's a that's a big deal. Think about how wonderful it would be. Oh yeah, you just zip home. You never have to pay. Att- you don't even have to pay attention when you come to an intersection because you're like, oh yeah, these are all going to be green. Ever. I feel you like we've had this conversation before. Are we classifying a drive-through line as a line? Oh, yeah, we are. That's a line. I usually eat early, though, though, so I don't have a lot of cars in front of me, so I'm still sticking with the red light. That's yeah, fine. I actually don't mind lines because then it gives me a chance to, like, check my phone. <laughs> so that's fine. Zach says, my guys. Mr. T-Bone. Would you rather live during the 1700s or sleep in the rain every time you fall asleep? Wow. I'll take the rain. I have no desire Ooh. to live in the... Think about all the stuff you got in the 1700s. 1700s yeah. Crapping outside, the smells, the... Oh, the you smells probably, alone, I couldn't handle time, it. You're probably sleeping like in places where you might as well be outside when you're sleeping anyway in the 1700s. Yeah. Depending on where you're living. Now you're living at the Palace of Versailles probably living in a shanty somewhere uh scott says would you rather go to panama with ted or jamaica with laurie schmidt Woo! that would be a trip jamaica with laurie schmidt that'd be interesting i'm a wild island gal would laurie get her hair like braided up absolutely and- okay. i would okay maybe she gets a tattoo i'm going to jamaica with laurie yeah that sounds like fun no offense ted Panama is also probably really nice. I could show you, you know, my old uh, haunts down there, you know. Where <laughs> All I the used places to you used hang to work. Out yeah, I yeah down there, right. Yeah. Of course. Lenny says, would you rather be a mascot for a day and keep farting in your suit or be the guy who sings the national anthem and poops your pants? Mm, I'm going to have to fart, in, fart the suit. in the suit. Yeah. yeah. Seems like an odd Ugh. one, but whatever. Sizzling meats. 
says, my guys. It's called cabbage. Would you rather drink Panama Ted's bath water or have to share underwear with Rimmer for a week in Arizona? <laughs> Ted? Ah. Ted? Oh. I'm pretty clean. I'm drinking your bath water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sharing underwear. <laughs> uh, Buster says, Common man, would you rather have Matt Nagy sign a 10-year extension with the Bears or have ice cubes for teeth? <laughs> I've never, I'll take that. I've, I've never come across that as a possibility in all the years of doing Would You Rather. That's pretty good. Uh, wait, Mar- you would, wait, you would do what? You would have ice cubes yeah, for teeth? Yeah, I'd take ice cubes for teeth. Wow. That's fine. It's going to be tough to eat hot food, I would guess. Uh, Marty says, Common man, would you rather fondle Muggsy? <laughs> it's not Muggsy. It's Muggsy's Leaper. Muggsy's Leaper. Yes. Or fondle T-Bone. Well, first of all, I mean, this is supposed to be things that have never happened or would never I happen. I would fondle you again. Thank you. Uh, Ray says, my guys. We had a kid go down there and punch the kid, started a melee. Would you rather have your feet massaged by your mother-in-law? No. 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 Just, would you rather have your feet massaged? That's it? Period. Or mother-in-law stay with you for a week? Do you like a foot massage? I, I mean, you, I, you, don't my, like, you don't like getting a foot massage. From a stranger, no, but my wife massages my feet, and I enjoy it very much. Oh, okay. So it's not... And we rub oil on each other and do it. <laughs> Good. With Muggsy's Leaper. Is that is that right, Sting? Is that, what you, is that how it goes for you every time? That's, That's really right. nice. What is your answer? Well, if my mother-in-law came to stay with us, that would be quite the thing because she's not alive. So... All right, wait, wait, wait to really... <laughs> what do you want? to take That's this segment down. That's why I wasn't down. saying anything. All right, okay. All right. That's fine. Yeah, she can actually... We'd love to have Pick her stay for a week. That'd be great. Um, a lot of good ones today. I want to go back. Here's the thing. The guy who said chops forcibly crapping made me laugh a lot. All right. So go with that but one. He, but he screwed up the other half of his would you rather. That's fine. All right. Well, Give then Aaron, anyway. you get it. Congratulations. Aaron gets a $50 gift card to the walrus. I was talking about this on Tuesday. Yep. Song of the day is show me how to live by audio slave. Self-titled album back in 2002. The single came out in the summer of 2003. Bone only peaked at number 67 on the Billboard chart. What? However, number two on the mainstream rock tracks. All right, that's better. The album went triple platinum. That is Chris Cornell humming at you. Mm. You know what's astonishing about this album? Because I went back and did some research on it today. All right. Critics did not like it. There were some bad reviews for this, and I don't know who these people are or what they like, but it's nothing I like, and we can't be friends. If you don't like this album, then we're not friends. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not the most, I would say, technically diverse album you've ever heard. So? But it's not supposed to be. It's stripped down, straight ahead, rock and roll with one of the greatest rock singers of all time. And you have Tom Morello with Tom some Morello on guitar, killer, killer yes. riffs. Yes, absolutely. But I'm just saying, like, this was made to be mass-consumed. But unlike Nickelback, it is not derivative. It is its own thing. And, oh, buddy, it's great. I don't know how you don't like it.
Audio Slave. Show me how to live is oh, the song yeah. of the day. Saw them at uh, Woodstock. Yeah, oh, they are, were great. are we back to Kenosha? Oh yeah. Never came through Kenosha, but I wish they had. We'd have torn how do you the, know they were? We'd have torn the barn down. The barn is the only place we have concerts in Kenosha. Back page coming up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find that earlier accident on Vine Street at Neal Avenue. That accident has cleared. All lanes have reopened in that area. And watch out for an accident on Morse Road east of Stelzo Road. It is causing slowdowns over here. Please be careful as traffic begins to build. Traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Don't stay up late to binge that show. Sleep early to get a Taco Bell toasted breakfast burrito. This is your warning. You can't get one if you sleep in tomorrow morning. Toasted breakfast burritos available at a participating Taco Bell location near you during breakfast hours only, 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Buckeye Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, the fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone Man. Nice uh, show me how to live. Thank Audio you. I'm glad, I'm glad you enjoy it. Love it. I'll disappoint you tomorrow with something. Mm, no, I'm, I'm probably going to be going home listening to some Audio Slave now. Uh, Jamming it out. So, Timmy, I think it was last week or the week before. Hmm? On a, on a day kind of like this, 61, 62 oh, degrees. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I knew it. Do we not live in this world where we point out our inconsistencies? Sure. All right. Sure. We do this. This is part of our shtick. 61, 62. Now, we, it's not just a shtick with this. You're walking this is something it's, that it's goes a, off the air, too. The first thing I said to you yeah. when I saw you today. Yeah. You're walking around here in the office with a winter coat on. All right, Wait. full on parka. The, the first day, like last week, oh, okay, winter okay, coat. Okay. All right. It was in the low sixties right. outside, mid sixties. Yeah, and I said a little aggressive with the winter coat. And I forget your response. I'm sure well, it was something stupid. All right, so here it was stupid. Bones. So that day, I was just I was wearing jeans, right? Because we yeah. kind of migrated into jeans weather. Sure. I have the standard like Eddie Bauer solid colored T shirts. Right. So I just have like six of those, pair them with shirts. So I had short sleeves and he got me a White Sox jacket like eight years ago, back when you were continually making fun of me for oh, a million different. What team don't you Somehow like? Somehow right? this is going to be yeah. my fault that I bought you a jacket. Well, no, I, I, I actually <laughs> love that jacket. It's a White Sox dugout jacket. Yeah, you know yeah. how the MLB makes these? They're not really thick, heavy winter coats. I know you're it talking about. It feels comfortable because the sleeves are not lined with the fleece. They're like the smooth nylon, so your arms just go on nice and smooth. But that's not what you were wearing. I was wearing that. No, you were yeah. wearing a gray, puffy coat, like a Costanza-esque winter coat. Oh, damn. You okay. know it. Yes. You know that it. That, too, is a very lightweight coat. It's one of those travel <laughs> it was, coats. It was puffy. You can fold, but it's one of those ones where, like the North Face thing, you can fold it into a pocket and take All it right. on like my, the hiking trip. My point trips. is, you're wearing a, you're wearing a winter coat. I think it's a winter coat. Yeah, it Today, looks like a winter coat. Same temperature, you're wearing shorts. Shorts and a quarter zip. You've had enough. You had your fall dress for a little <laughs> yes. while, and now you're back to shorts. We can't decide what season it is. I hate it. I like that there was more than one example of the inconsistency to where yeah. you were confused as to which coat <laughs> right, we were talking right. about. There was another heavier coat that I wore recently in the last two weeks. Must be nice to have all these coats. Well, you You buy half of them for me. Must be nice to have a friend who just buys you coats. That is that is very nice. That's a nice thing to do. I'm waiting for 
you to give me coats. I'll take. Get- I'll take you giving me Ben Coates, I, former I, Patriots tight end. Ben Coates. What about a Vincent Brisby to pair with him? Wow, that has nothing to do. We're talking about Coates. <laughs> I gave you a guy with the last name of Coates. If you want to talk to me about Alan Parka, <laughs> then that's a different story. That, that, you're right. That's, <laughs> what's, that, what's coming up on the Buckeyes show tonight? Straight, straight up, we're just going to name Patriots instead. Mm, that's By good. the way, he had a dynamite Kevin Falk reference today because we were talking about some caulk on the floor oh, for good. our line no one, for a no basketball No one needs to shot. know any of this. That was good. Go ahead. Two-hour show tonight. Eric Reeser is going to be here. Matt Andrews, sideline guy. Uh, great guest. We figured, why not? He's hanging around. He'll join us in studio tonight. Tell us about the game coming up against Purdue. Thoughts from Ryan Day. Thoughts from the Holt man on his signing day. And Larry Johnson. Also, some thoughts from him. So a big two-hour show tonight. Buckeye Show, top of the hour, right here on The Fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Well, I can't bring you Ben Coates or Alan Parka, but I can tomorrow bring you a whole bunch of blue jackets. You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, The Pelicans of New Orleans. They... They suck. The Pelicans do. They are. So if you're not following the NBA, the Pelicans has Zion Williamson technically on their roster. He is ouchy and, well, some say overweight, and maybe that's contributing to the ouchy. In any case, he has not recovered yet from offseason foot surgery. How bad are the Pelicans, you're asking? How bad well, are the Pelicans? After their loss Wednesday to Oklahoma City, they are one and 11. Ooh. Worst in the league and the by Thunder far. Thunder suck, right? Thunder suck, yeah, too. They yeah, got nobody. bad. Anyway, so this led Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations, David Griffin, who you might remember if you're a Cavs fan. Anyway, that's where he is now. He's running their team and apparently got into it with Sacramento Kings Associate Head Coach Alvin Gentry. Uh, apparently because they this was a few nights ago prior to this issue they apparently exchanged words and there was something said about the record of the pelicans and yeah so now there's all this drama going on meanwhile there's no hope for this pelicans team they are god awful but if you didn't like david griffin or you thought he was overrated well good news he's in basketball hell right now so uh, let him live Buckeye Show's coming up next, 8 o'clock tonight. It is the Ravens and the Dolphins. A little Thursday night football, and we're back tomorrow for Football Friday. Talk to you then. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident still causing slowdowns on Morris Road, east of Steltzer Road. Please be cautious as they get things cleaned up over here. You're also going to find some slow traffic in I-70 westbound between Elm Creek Drive and the 71 East Split. That's going to be a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by News Nation. All too often, the media are ignoring the everyday heroics of our policemen and women. Well, that changes on News Nation. Dan Abrams and his live PD sidekick Sticks are back in primetime on Dan Abrams Live, weeknights at 8, 7 Central on News Nation. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.